You are listening to a pleasure podcast. For more from our sex podcast collective, visit pleasurepodcasts.com. Welcome back to Private Parts Unknown, a podcast that explores love and sexuality around the world. I'm Courtney Kosak. And I'm Sophia Alexandra. And privates, sharpen your pencils because you are enrolled in Dick Riding 101 and Intro to Squirting. Oh no, I didn't bring my spiral notebook. (laughs) What about your trapper keeper? (laughs) No! But I did bring my eraser that smells like strawberries. Ooh, but listen, privates, you don't even need to worry about what you brought today because we are going to sexy college and all you need is your body and your mind. Today's guest is sex educator extraordinaire Samaya Burton. She is the sexual essentials queen and we are going to talk about all kinds of fun stuff. We are going to learn about dick riding. We're going to learn about how to get out of a sex rut. I'm not sure what that's all about, but... (laughs) We're going to learn about how to talk to your partner about what's not working in the bedroom to avoid hurting anybody's feelings, which I feel like is so clutch. And not just that, but a really important thing that really spoke to me, which is taking responsibility for what you're not bringing to the bedroom. Oh, yes. That part was so good. Because you are going to need to look in the mirror first before you demand some shit from your partner, honey. We are also going to talk about why weight is a non-issue when it comes to dick riding, the importance of scheduling sex and self-love, and she's going to give us a little primer on how to squirt. Amazing, amazing interview. Really do not want to keep you from it, but also just prepare to laugh your ass off. God, isn't she such a funny talker? (laughs) She is incredible. Uh, She cracked me up. I'm like, can we be best friends, but also teach me everything? Yeah, she's amazing. So without further ado, Samaya Burton. All right, privates, we are so stoked about the masterclass that we are about to get from Samaya Burton. She came to us highly recommended as a guest. So welcome to the show, Samaya. Hello. Thanks for having me. It is such a pleasure. We have so much to learn. (laughs) Yes. Yes. So you actually teach classes as a sex educator, and one of them is called Dick Riding 101. So before we get into maybe some tips from those (laughs) classes, let's just talk about your kind of journey as a sex educator and how you got started in the space and what kind of led to that. Absolutely. So let's go back like four years and I had a newborn. I was still breastfeeding. I still had a day job. I was doing property management at the time and... It was at that point, you know, you kind of get obsessed with like all mom things. So you're just talking to other moms. And I've just always been a person that talks about everything, sex included. And I just came to find out that all these women were having babies, but they didn't have orgasms like when they got pregnant. And so I'm like, wait, you got fat like me, but didn't even like catch a nut. (laughs) Like your boobs are hurting and sore and you have stretch marks and all these things that came from... The exact same act, right? But you didn't even get 
so much is an orgasm. And I was just like, I don't know, man. I don't know. I don't know about that. And so, you know, and <laughs> these mad math right there. <laughs> the math was not mathing. Okay. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that kind of started off and I was like, you know what? I'm, I mean, I'm just breastfeeding, chilling. I need something for me. And so I was like, I'll just start a sex blog so I can talk about these things. So someone will listen to me. But I'm just not a half-asser. And I was like, what the hell is another blog going to do? Like, people need to learn. And Mm -hmm. I'm not talking about lectures. Like, they need tips and things they can try and do. And how do they know they're doing it right? And so I was like, well, fuck it. I'll save the world. And so, you know, (laughs) then I started. (laughs) Um, I just started Sexual Essentials as a whole, a person that could test out sex toys and then like actually give honest feedback or, you know, provide private hands-on classes and just provide a safe space that wasn't super expensive for people to learn and talk about sex. Like really have a community of safe people outside of like, you know, your friends where you may feel judged or your family where it's like, that's none of your business, you know, but also like work through our traumas to get better sexually Mm -hmm. and work on ourselves. It's just like, we have an outlet for everything else. We have a group for everything else. You have your group of friends you go out with. These are your friends you talk sex with. These are my my sex best friends. And, you know, kind of like a person that just reminds you of your best sexual self. And we could talk about anything, you know? So I love that. That's what I do. And that's, you know, how I got started. And we're four years in, viral posts later, a thousand interviews later, and still the sex friend. Here we yes. <laughs> well, the world definitely needs saving. And yeah, we all need a sex bestie. So love that. But like, okay, so for, you know, the new moms that you were talking to, like I get in sex ruts in my long-term relationship all the time and there's not even kids <laughs> that we're dealing with. Right. So do you have any tips for like busting out of those sex ruts? Asking for a friend. <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. Tell your friend. So, first of all, that's that's super honest. Like, that is step one. If you can acknowledge, you know what, hey, this is not always perfect. Now we can work with something. But when everybody walks in a room or they come to these interviews and we're on Instagram Live and they're like, no, nah, it's popping over here. Well, baby, you got it. You got it. Then what are you talking about? If I can't tell you anything or if you refuse to believe that any nobody even said anything was wrong what if you just want to learn something new or just want to get better or Uh you know if we can start there I think that that's really powerful because I'm only a small step and the small step is acknowledging to a stranger I love my partner to death but oh my gosh the sex could be way better my toxic ex was way better you know that may be something you want to tell me but after we get to that part we can talk about how you want to tell your partner the truth right? Which is, I'm not satisfied. I love you still. Like, but this is not an option. And for ourselves to even decide that that's not an option anymore, to have basic sex and not just accept it. I think we kind of get to this point where it's like, oh, you just try to pick the best sexual partner you can because once you get it, that's it. Mm -hmm. And that's not real. You can work on chemistry. You can work on compatibility. Sometimes you got to bounce back. Like, and nothing is wrong. It's just, Bodies are weird. You know, people are turning 30. I know you guys get it. Like, bodies are weird. Already turned, fully turned 30. Look here. I'm just now about to turn 30. And I'm just like, the fuck is this? Like, your body just be like, I don't want to eat this anymore. And if you put it in here, I'm going to rebuke it all. Like, 
Oh my God, what? yes. <laughs> <laughs> and it's almost like that with sex. At a certain point, you realize this shit is not all that. Like, this is not a page turner. Like, <laughs> you start feeling your mortality and you're like, I cannot afford to be having bad sex. Truly. Absolutely. Truly. So we have so we have those truths that come out, right? And then we get to the point of okay, now we've established how to communicate with a partner. So we provide classes on that, like how to even admit you've been faking orgasms your entire relationship or hey, actually I've never actually had an orgasm with you or um I don't know why you would want to know this, but no you're not my best. You want to know, so I'm going to tell you. Like um, actually, I have a fantasy. I want to have a threesome. Like, we have to say whatever it is that we want to work on because people are like, oh, give me some sex tips. You want to give me some specifics? Like, let's make it specific. I could talk to you about sex all fucking day, but that shit is not going to help you. It's just going to motivate you. And motivation goes away after I'm done talking or the next day. You know, we need to really change it. And so a lot of that was tied to, like, self-worth and the fact that we never were really truly satisfied with our sexiness before the relationship or before the kids. Mm -hmm. We just were automatically deemed sexy because we didn't have kids or didn't have stretch marks or just had a flat stomach or, you know, the cellulite was less or because we had more time to ourselves, we didn't realize how much time we weren't giving ourselves. Like, there were a lot of errors before. Mm -hmm. And so I tell people all the time, like, okay, well, let's start with masturbation. Before we even start with telling our partners how to make the sex better, how are you fucking you? Because almost everything that you want someone to do to you or for you can be done yourself. So don't invite me anywhere without a map. You can send me the Google or you can tell me. But <laughs> someone's going to have to tell me where the hell I'm going. So it's like, okay, are you not having um, orgasms with a partner because you're not having orgasms with yourself? Mm. Or do you not want to admit to your partner that you need a toy? Or do you think... And allow, you know, your partner to kind of just get hot and heavy with you without you fully being ready, without your clit even being like fully erect or, you know, are you guys using lube? Like, let's get, I need to know what you want to do. Then you're going to have to be honest with me and tell me what is actually happening. And, you know, there's like three sides to every story. One person's side, other person's side, and then the truth. <laughs> <laughs> and so the best way to get the truth from me is for me to like kind of dig into what is your personal sex life with yourself. So are you fucking yourself in different positions or do you just lay back and do, you know, the good old, <laughs> you know, lay, lay back and then the one little hand that gets like carpet tunnel on the wrist, you know, every single time with the same toe. Don't come for me like this on my podcast, Samaya. Don't come for me. <laughs> yes, I have carpal tunnel. What of okay, it? Okay, like I deserve love too. And so it's, it's like, <laughs> Let's talk about these things. And so the truth is sometimes we desire to be fucked by somebody in a way that we're not even fucking ourselves. We we're giving them a task that we haven't even proven can be done. And then with ourselves and with partner, we try shit like one time. Mm -hmm. We try it one good time. And then we're like, well, I tried that toy and it didn't work for me. Because that's how life works with anything, right? So it's like, you ignore your body, you hold your breath, trying to cut, now your body's trying to decide if it wants to breathe or catch a nut, right? So you're like, oh my God. Yeah, so every real. time. No. Right? And then, and then you're like, oh, that toy didn't work. As you rush to do it, like while he was in the shower. Like you set yourself up with the worst. These are like prison camp conditions. And you're like, oh, my pussy doesn't work. And it's like, okay, 
Let's start with how you treat yourself first. And then now let's compare that to what you were doing with your partner. And let's take some accountability for what is or is not happening with the partner because we're not even doing it with ourselves. Right? Well, let's t- let's talk about my friend for a second because yes, homegirl. let's say... Back to homegirl, yes. <laughs> <laughs> let's say she's fucking herself really good just by herself. But it's kind of like maybe a separate... Still, still good, but could be better sex life with her partner. How would you have that conversation with the partner about how things could be better without hurting anybody's feelings and That's making the them one. That's not the one. wanting the to fuck? <laughs> you know, because when you're sad, you not everybody wants to. Yeah, no one wants to yeah. do it then. Yeah, nobody wants sad, sad <laughs> vagina. So. So, <laughs> I don't know. I feel like crying onto it is extra lube, Samaya. I don't know if that's in any of your classes, but some extra lube is great. But I hate to say it, but honestly, sad sex is a really great orgasm. But it's just like this the release because you, you need to release emotions and then you also get to release like endorphins and all these. T- it's, it, it sounds like a toxic soup, but it still feels great. I know, I'm not encouraging it. I'm just saying. Friend, <laughs> friend that's to what friend. They said, that it friend feels to great. friend. But friend what about when egos. You yes. know, sometimes egos are delicate. I think that it's easier to work with the truth and then make it sound nicer. So my question is, what mm-hmm. is the thing you really want to say? Which is, I'm bored. It's predictable. I mean, yeah. it does feel good if I'm really hot and heavy and had three shots. And, you know, this seems like the best thing ever. After I've had three drinks, I will eat you after three <laughs> drinks. Okay. So, but when, I'm, when we're doing the same thing every day or we're watching hot and steamy this, and then it's like, damn, I wish there was a little bit of toxic in our relationship or even like a little bit of flames. Like I miss the excitingness. Mm -hmm. So that statement sounds terrible. (laughs) It sounds so mean. Like I'm going to go fucking cry. Right. But it's like, you know what? Changing that to a, you know, I have not even looked up anything new to do differently to you in months. Like, I'm really sorry. Like I actually hadn't bought a new toy for myself. I hadn't even dressed up for you in a while. And I just thought about our relationship and I'm like, damn, I could be doing so much more. I'm like, do you want to like do a challenge or something where like we challenge ourselves to, you know, do something different for one week straight or taking sex out of it? Because when you get something all the time, it's not anyone's fault that you get used to it. So it's like, I wish like even just once a week, maybe we try something different or let's create a sexual bucket list and we actually try and maybe like once a month cross something new off. It, now, mind you, I'm not a young whippersnapper no more. So I don't want to do this shit every night. But <laughs> but I, I, I would like us to, you know, be better about holding each other accountable. So maybe like on the first of every month, we decide sometime during that week we're going to cross something <laughs> off the bucket list. Or let's just sit down when we're not having sex and make a list of some exciting new things. Or... Let's join Sexual Essentials Patreon because she gives you all these ideas. Yes. She creates them for you. So it's like, where where is our community remi- to remind us? Because like when you when you go to church, you have Bible study, right? And then like everybody's like, oh, read your Bible, and then you're like, oh yeah, let's read our Bible. Like you have a community, you know, of people that are wanting to do the same things, and it's easy to talk about it when you're following more people that also go to Bible study and things like that. So, are you following any pages that? make you want to try something new? Are you listening to any podcasts that are something different? Okay, we watch Netflix every night. Okay, let's watch a a hot show. Like, Sex Life. Like, that was hot. That was a hot, steamy show. It was about cheating. So, you know, watch, the, watch it there. But, you know, 
But what can we do together to acknowledge that it could be better? Let's let's just acknowledge that and get comfortable in that first. And then second, acknowledge where we're going wrong, like what we're not contributing, and then figure out, well, what's something that I can do and also what's something I can ask for? So I could say, you know, hey, I actually was watching Samaya's Instagram live and she was talking about like the coital method, like during sex. And I was wondering if you want to try it out together. Now, that's a method where the guy is like rolling his hips while like he's grinding into you in missionary. So really, you're basically saying, hey, can you roll them hips while you fuck me? Uh, yes. <laughs> but I'm pretty sure the way I said it sounds way better. It sounds educational. That was classy. You're like gamifying it too. And I love the element of like, even if you're really saying like, I'm bored with you is implied, you're taking a lot of responsibility in your how you're addressing it with your partner. Like I realized I haven't looked up anything to do to you. We're doing or, the exact same shit. Yeah. We're doing I mean, the same shit. I mean, I like shit. that. Yeah, I like that amount of like culpability too because it's like, I'm like walking around like in a big old robe, like fucking the big Lebowski. I'm like, whoa, dude. <laughs> you don't want to fuck me? Into? Yeah. This is not what you're into? Why are you hitting on me? He's like, okay. <laughs> there is so much. Pa- and you know what? A lot of people think that the change in the sex life is what you guys do together. But majority of the women that take my classes find that the classes that they take alone and for themselves is what makes things better because ultimately you're pouring into your own cup. Uh, And when you have a full cup, you have something to pour out to someone else. When you've got enough sleep, when you're, you've seen your friends, you're, you know, think about it. Why the fuck do you come home from brunch so horny? It's not just the mimosas. You, you just hung out with your girlfriends. You had enough money to pay for your damn shrimp and grits. You know, you're (laughs) off work. I'm in a good mood. I want some. You know, but what are we really doing to be in a good mood? But we sit in mundane jobs. We don't go after any of the things we want. We we, we, we go past the same pole dance studio every fucking week and we're jealous. We wish we could do it, but we don't stop and just sign up for it. We don't do shit for ourselves. And then we're like, oh, why don't I do shit for my partner? You're not used to doing shit for you. So why would you naturally think to do something for someone else first? Like... We don't. And I'm telling you, the more you put into yourself, it's so much easier to actually give to someone else because you feel damn good. And it's like contagious, you know? But outside of that, also just having a list. If you try to make up something or do something exciting on the spot, it's just going to get awkward because who the hell is thinking like that? Like, it's hard enough to not think about unthawing chicken (laughs) while you're having sex, let alone come up with something new and hot and spicy, you know? But I tell people all the time, Go back to the basics, which is tying in the senses, being sensual during sex. A lot of times we're doing the acts, and even if it's wild and crazy, we're not really being sensual. Like she said, like we have on our old baggy t-shirt. Like at one point when you first started dating, you didn't want them to see you in some of this shit. And now it's like (laughs) rare form for them to see you out of it. It's like, what you got on? Who you got on lingerie for? Could you imagine like your guy is like guy, girl, turtle, whoever you're dating, fucking whatever. They're like... What you dressed up for? Damn, I be looking crazy that you got to ask me who am I dressed up for? We don't think about these things. We're comfortable, so they get comfortable. And it's just, we just bounce off of each other. So if you go back to being central, what is central? It's about targeting the senses. What do you smell like? Did you just get out of the shower and put on the perfume that you know that they like? What do you look like? Do you look like shit? Yes. Okay, (laughs) clean it up, girl. Yes, Samaya. Put on your freaking dress, okay? (laughs) 
Like when they come in the house, like, are you like feeding them strawberries? It may sound cliche as hell, but putting finger foods in someone's mouth is like, oh, I thought of you. I want, I'm connecting with this thing for you. Like even having wine next to the bed and then like having music going. What the room looks like. Does it look shitty? Like you ain't put up your clothes for a week and then you talking about, ooh, give me a massage and sex. Girl, your drawers is over here. Can you clean up? <laughs> like... What makes you feel sexy? Stop like, coming for me. <laughs> like, girl, your socks don't match. And I'm talking to myself because I, I hate wearing socks that match. I know it sounds crazy, but I think it's just cooler when they don't. But it's like, I'm the same way. But when I'm doing something sexy, it's not for me. What? Yes, being sexy is for me. But when I'm trying to seduce or do something for my partner, what are the things I know that they appreciate and like? But the truth is, we don't have the fucking energy to do that shit all the time. We do it in the beginning. Mm-hmm. And it's like, okay. And that's a great reason to listen to these podcasts and to join the community because I'm going to get in that ass every week. And I'm like, when last time you sucked some dick? <laughs> <laughs> it hurts. Okay, stop. <laughs> you know, it's going to hurt. You're going to get locked jaw if you don't do it. Okay, suck that. Suck that dick. And and it allows us to check in with ourselves. If you don't want to suck the dick, let's talk about why. Is it because you just want to be spoiled? You're exhausted at work and I just want someone to cater me endlessly? Or is it because actually this is a fuckboy and he doesn't deserve his dick to be sucked, but because you're not checking in with yourself every week, it ends up you being with a fuckboy and y'all had sex for three months. Mm. Because you're not checking in with you and now these things are getting out of hand. Like, we have to talk about how we feel sexually, just like with a therapist every week. So we can figure out what's going on with life and how it's affecting our sex life and, you know, making an effort. But also there's discipline. Real talk. I use my calendar like crazy. Like, even if I don't feel like masturbating, I'm going to masturbate once or twice a day Uh because it helps keep like my like the kegels and the the walls tight and it helps with lubrication especially after having a child like mm-hmm. at the end of the day you don't regret it when you have an orgasm so it's okay but the discipline is me putting it on my calendar and doing it I love that you schedule masturbation do you schedule regular sex Absolutely like and and to be clear the way I would schedule sex was not just regular sex I would schedule the extras Because, you know, in the middle of the night, somebody roll you over. That don't count on your calendar. You didn't do anything. Come on now. (laughs) That was like one of the, that was your go-to. Those were your go-to moves, right? But I say put a day on the calendar where it's all about you. Put a day on the calendar where it's all about them. And then maybe y'all have a day where y'all both do something, right? And then now we talk about filling in these gaps. So like when it's his turn, okay, fine. Wednesdays are his day. Now what the hell do I do with this time, Samaya? I gave him a day. What am I doing on this day, though? And that's another great reason of joining the Patreons. You have all these videos where I'm teaching you about different toys that can be used on him or different scenarios that you can try out or different things I've tried or new skills like a lingam massage. That's a class that I teach on the Patreon. It's, you know, a tantric dick massage. And it's really great because it doesn't put pressure on them to have sex. It usually does make them hard and feel great, but it's foreplay. Because nobody talks about the fact that just because men can have an orgasm doesn't mean that it's the best one every time. We'd be like, well, at least you get to come. Well, they have ones that are like, eh. Uh And that's just as bad, and they still get blue balls. But we don't talk about this. Every nut they get with us, like, we act like we are God's gift to earth. I mean, we are, but, you know. (laughs) You know, 
The truth is men are unsatisfied too, but because it's so inappropriate for them to be dissatisfied. It's like with, emasculating or something. With vagina. It's like, at least you're getting some. And he's like, yeah, but it's like boring too. They're bored too. Everything. We cannot be against our partners. We have to remember that we're on the same team. And if you're thinking it, they're probably thinking it too. And adding a little bit of laughter, lightening up, and having a safe place to talk where we can, instead of you bringing it up, you can show them one of my videos. And you're like, oh my gosh, look at this video. <laughs> this girl was talking about today. <laughs> when people don't eat pussy long enough. <laughs> you know? <laughs> so crazy. The algorithm's so random, huh? Just popped oh up gosh. on your phone. <laughs> <laughs> from me, from my text. Look at that. That's wild. You know, but these things, these buffers, you know, but when when people aren't allowed to say anything to us, that's another reason we can't talk to them. We have to make sure we're approachable too, especially if you're dating like a man, just because the world doesn't really let them speak as much or be as vocal as us. So we have to have some accountability and understand that we may not be the one that bring up the we need better sex. What if they bring it to you? Then what? You know, it, it'll switch all the time. He may be totally satisfied. Like, oh, this works for me right now. Okay, but we're going to level it up. We're going to level it up whether he wants to or not. No, consensually, we're going to level up. Uh (laughs) Hey, privates. It's Sophia, a.k.a. a famous bike on. And as you know, I like to switch it up. Is it me and a lady? Is it me and a gentleman? Is it me and a non-binary person? I don't know. And that is why I love Dipsy. Because with Dipsy, you're allowed to switch things up when you feel like it. That's right. With Dipsy, you can always choose what feels good in the moment. Dipsy is an app full of hundreds of short, sexy audio stories designed by women for women. They bring scenarios to life with immersive soundscapes and characters, no matter who you're into or what turns you on. Find stories about that intriguing coworker with a British accent, or play into your fantasy about hooking up with your hot yoga instructor. They even have stories designed specifically for your zodiac sign. New content is released every week, so in between listening to your favorite stories again and again, you can always find something new to explore. Dipsy also has sleep stories, wellness sessions, and now they also offer written stories. Yeah, my letter writing campaign worked. It's your go-to place to spice up your me time, explore your fantasies, or heat things up with a partner. And great news. For private specifically, Dipsy's offering an extended 30-day free trial when you go to dipsystories.com slash private. That's 30 days of full access for free when you go to D-I-P-S-E-A stories.com slash private. Dipsystories.com slash private. See you in the sheets. So let's talk dick riding 101. And I don't know, is the lingam massage related to this? But I've heard you talk about it and I'm very curious. Let's talk tips. Okay, so the lingam massage is something separate. It's like an actual massage that you do with your hands specifically to the genital region of a male, right? Okay. Um, So that class is on my Patreon and it's also in the mouth masterclass because the mouth masterclass kind of focused more on like hands and mouth versus the dick writing class is more focused on, you know, vagina to penis, right? Yeah. And so there are a couple things. So when it comes to using your hands, your mouth, or your vagina, I like them to all feel the same. So having a rhythm 
you know, and the skills that I teach, they help replicate another skill. So the same way that like I suck dick, like say you're doing the double hand gawk gawk 3000, right? You know, that sounds so badass. You know, that's what Twitter calls it. You know, this Twitter lingo is like ingrained in us now. You know, so Twitter calls it the double hand gawk gawk 3000. That's what they say on the memes. That's what the kids say, right? So if you're doing that, you got to think about, well, what is really going on when you're doing that? What you're feeling is like hands going like this. So it feels like you're jacking them off. But mm-hmm. also it's going up and down the shaft where the whole shaft is getting attention. So when I take that thought and then I put it to riding dick, what's the one thing that's missing from that? Most people just ride the tip. They don't really go all the way down and bring that ass all the way up and make a, you know, a six inch difference. It's more like, chair scooting, a little chair riding, and like a little bit of like kind of twerking a little top, but you can't, when you start off, you're not even sitting all the way on it. Like, I want us to start ass to grass, okay? Let's start ass to grass. But we can start anything so we can say, okay, and then I want you to lift all the way up to that too. And then drop your ass back down. Yes, you will be exhausted on this one. Because we realize, damn, I'm not riding the whole dig. Have you ever like had sex and they're kind of teasing you, like kind of slow stroking you a little bit with the tip and they're kind of teasing you a little bit and then they thrust the whole dick in and you're like, oh shit, I forgot all that was there. Oh my gosh. Like it's the same thing. When you're only riding their tip, sometimes they're taking you on top and bouncing you because you're not getting all of it. Oh. <laughs> they have to do the work from the bottom. They're, they're, you know how it feels like, oh, this extra. So my, I'm so lazy. Great. I'm like fully aware. I'm like, you bounce me. This is for you. <laughs> you know how we were talking about how do you say things nicely? You said that. All <laughs> I described was the thing. You see, that's how it works. We When we talk about things, people will get to their conclusions on their own. We don't have to be so quick to be like, you do this bad and you do... No, well, we don't talk about sex. So how do we realize what someone said? Like, depending on what they're saying, you're going to pick up on, oh, damn, I need to do that better. You tell on your damn self, you know? And that's okay. I think, like, there is, like, this PTSD that someone is going to leave us for good sex or because we have bad sex. And I don't think that it exists. I think that people leave when they want to leave because there are so many people that stay with people that have bad sex. It's so true. I couldn't take anyone's man. I could take a thousand dick dick riding class. I can't take anyone's man. You can't. No one can take anyone from you. The things that are meant to be will be. So let's let that shit go and just enjoy and work on the sex if we take those things out, you know? But yes, most of us are lazy. (laughs) I mean, for me, I'll take the whole dick, but then I'll just stay there. I'm like, well, we made it, team. Like, I'll go around, but I'm already down here. (laughs) (laughs) And like, don't get me wrong. The the grinding feels really good, especially for women, because it hits like our G spot from the inside. And a lot of women are able to grab their orgasm from top. But when we're talking about giving pleasure, like, that's another thing. Whenever we're talking about doing something better, let's not put the focus back on ourselves. Because a lot of times people will hear the statement of me saying, well, oh, you just be chair scooting. And they're like, well, that helps me get my nut because, you know, women don't begin to... 
That's a separate conversation. That's totally valid. But if we're talking that's about Thursday, doing- babe, that's Thursday. Okay, <laughs> class, Tuesday. different class. <laughs> like, let's stay on topic. That's another reason that we can't get better at sex because we start talking about one thing, we feel defensive, and then we bring up something else when you didn't bring up that conversation on your own. So it's like if we're talking about dick riding, let's talk about dick riding. How we can do better at that? What I can do? So. The other thing is that even if you are in shape, the muscles that you use during sex are totally different than the ones that you're doing in the gym. So like I've had a many of trainers take my class and they're like, girl, I was sore as shit the next day. They train people for a living. They work out every single day because the same muscles that help you ride a dick don't necessarily make you look better in a bikini. I was 230 pounds when I created the dick riding class and I was doing it like a boss. Now, I was still big as hell and sexy. Big and sexy, okay? But... (laughs) Like, and that's fine, but it didn't make me skinnier. Like, everybody's like, well, what do you do if you're a big girl? There are small girls that can't carry the weight. Let's talk about the issue at hand. The issue is that you cannot lift your weight up and down off of the dick. Let's not blame it on size. Let's not blame... Like, if you can't, you can't. But let's not say weight because there are skinny girls that can't lift their body up and down. Yeah, right here. Like, like it's not it's not necessarily a size thing, you know? Now it might be a size thing on, you know, their end. And so we need to stick to the positions that match our penis sizes. Uh, you know, a lot of people are looking for tricks on, oh, well, how do I do it? How do I ride it? Cowgirl, when his dick four inches. Honey, you don't. That's another thing. I think sometimes we're looking for these answers that don't exist. Yes, you can try a penis pump to make the penis bigger. You can do a lot of things, but there is not one thing I can teach you about riding dick that's going to change that this person's penis is four inches. And that's okay. So if you're riding a four-inch penis, what would be a good position to... I would ride normal, face-to-face, regular me on top. I would not turn around and do backwards cowgirl because, first of all, this is a whole country of ass back here. Okay. (laughs) As soon as you touch my ass cheeks, you're going to think you're inside my vagina. And then it's going to be so awkward when I have to tell you that you're not inside yet. Because ass cheeks, they touch. It's tight. Like, it's going to be really awkward. And you're not going to have enough penis to get past the ass to the vagina. Because, you know, the vagina gets a little further away when you Mm -hmm. are backwards. Right. You know, because now your vagina is more towards their knees, facing towards their knees. So now the dick has to be long enough the geometry is not good. Okay, the angles are not angling. No. Okay, these are the facts. That's not anything that we can change. Now, we can bounce straight up, right? But if we're riding from the back like cowgirl, you're kind of like leaning forward, you know, bouncing your ass. But if you do it like straight up and down, yeah, you can turn around. But you're going to get tired as well. But also, open your pussy lips up and then sit on it. Okay, it's just like the ass. Think about it. Your your pussy lips are there to keep your vagina safe and they're super thick. And a lot of times when the dick is small, it gets lost in the pussy lips. And because it's wet, they're like, oh, that feels so good. And you're like, you're not in yet. <laughs> it's awkward. And that's where we are. So let's take the lips out of it. Spread your pussy lips open and then sit on the dick. Now it's going straight to the dick. You know what I mean? Because, you know, yeah. like the first time they put it in, it's like... The awkwardness of getting through the lips, you yep. know? So let's take the lips off the table. Things like that. But also, like, making sure that she has proper foreplay before the, like, before the dick gets in really helps because the vagina will swell up, like, super, super tight. Because have you ever been fingered and it, like, feels super good and you're like, why? How? Nobody's complaining when it's a finger. 
So even if the dick was as small as a finger, why does that feel good? Well, if they're using their fingers, that's foreplay because you guys haven't had penetrative sex yet. The foreplay is getting you swollen. You know what I'm saying? So now Mm. it takes less to make you feel good because your body is already where it needs to be. But, you know, it's like cooking in an easy bake oven. It's going to take forever if you cook it in brownies with a light bulb. It's going to take forever (laughs) for us to have good sex because you're trying to get in here and it's like the pussy is not properly heated. It's not heated. It's not heated. We Mm -hmm. skip past things and then wonder why it doesn't work like we're 18 still. Well, when I was younger, I didn't have to do that. Girl, you had never even used your coochie for real. It was super (laughs) soaker. Like, come on. Come on now. Ah, can you smell it in the air? What? The old lube I should be throwing out because it's spring cleaning time and it is way past its prime? Gross, Sophia. Ew. It's true. But guess what? We all know we have some toys that are past their prime. We know we have some stuff we should be throwing out. So, hey, why not gift yourself a brand new set of sexy essentials from Like a Kitten? Ooh, the best self-love. Like a Kitten offers subscription gift boxes, so each season you'll receive a new shipment right to your door with all the ingredients to spice up your sex life. And their spring box is so fire. It will tickle all of your senses with treats like strawberry nipple arousal cream, cheeky apple lube, and my favorite, melting rose petals for the bath. Ooh, I love that one. The people at Like a Kitten are expert curators. They select beautiful pleasure products. This spring, you'll receive a pink glass dildo, flowered glass Kegel balls, and even an adorable mini flower pot with seeds for daisies, sunflowers, and roses. Aww. Cox, what was your favorite thing from the spring box? Okay, the pink flower nipple suction set I am in love with. And don't even get me started on that pink glass dildo. <laughs> I will not save it for the newsletter. (laughs) Privates, all you need to know is that the spring subscription box is $79, which is a hugely amazing deal because products in this box retail for well over $150. Like a Kitten's boxes make excellent birthday and bachelorette gifts. And something really sweet about Like a Kitten is that a portion of all sales goes to charities that empower women and support their education and health. To celebrate spring, Like a Kitten is offering our listeners 15% off and free shipping when you go to likeakitten.com private or enter code private at checkout. Just go to likeakitten.com slash private or use code private to get 15% off these incredible boxes. Likeakitten.com slash private. The link is in this episode's description. Okay, so another hypothetical for the dick riding. Say you're riding a dick, but you want to incorporate, you want to make sure you get yours. Do you have any Mm -hmm. recs for like toys that are good while you're on top. Absolutely. So I love a good clitoral stimulator, okay? I don't I don't know why we didn't like like everybody was talking about the bullet a long time ago, the body wand, fuck all of that. This clitoral stimulator is everything. Okay? Is that the name of the product? 
That's a genre of sex toys. Well, that's a genre. Yeah. Yeah. We've recommended them. The ones that suck on the clit and stuff. We've used yeah. those. Oh, yes. I didn't know that that was the, the Yeah, that's proper, the category. That's what they're, that's what they're, that's the category. I just look at them and think sweet suction. <laughs> <laughs> and some websites do put suction toys. They, they call they put them under suction, but like suction or clitoral stimulators is the category. And of course, you know, all these different toy brands have their own. So getting one that maybe has a handle, so that way you can hold it from this way, you know, from up. If you're on top, that way you can hold the handle. And, and that's one of the things I love about clitoral simulators. There, it's not forwards or backwards, you know. You can hold the handle this way or your partner can hold the handle and it still would be fine. Like if you were laying your back or you were on top. So you have to look at just like the different toys that are out there. Um, one of my favorite ones was um, Satisfier Pro. Yes. I love the Satisfier brand. I'm obsessed. I like that one. Satisfier is wonderful. I love the Satisfier brand. And then like the Womanizer, depending on which one. You know, they have different ones. That's another thing. Mm -hmm. Also, you guys, sex toys are not cheap. So if your sex toy is super cheap and you're like, oh, it didn't work, baby, it's it's like there are knockoff toys, you guys. And Mm -hmm. that's another reason to join, you know, a learning platform. Like, of course, I'm going to plug mine, but anybody's follow some sex pages because you'll start learning from them and seeing, Oh, they don't ever talk about toys that look like that. They never tell me to go pick up a sex toy from Walgreens. Like you start picking up on some of these things and you make better choices and, and understand that, Oh, okay. It's not that sex toys were bad. I really didn't know how to pick the right sex toy. Right. You also can't skimp on quality when it comes to sex toys because Mm -hmm. the materials are touching the most intimate parts of your body and going inside you Absolutely. Uh, for in a lot of cases. So just, you know, heads up. It's better to just save up and get one really nice one than to just get a bunch of cheap ones over and over from like a place that is not reputable. You know what's wild is that, and this is kind of off topic, but as you can see, I'm like super long-winded. That was one of the things about the rose that always disturbed me when it originally came out it became popular because of like one review and because it looked cute right but that was an amazon toy it took almost a year later for major toy manufacturers to start creating the toy as well it was originally a cheap toy and everybody went crazy like oh it's the it's the truth it's everything not saying that it's bad It, it does what every other clitoral stimulator does but it's like you guys never tried those because they weren't packaged or didn't look like a rose and pretty and girly. And it's mm-hmm. like, that's fine and all. But you guys, like, there are so many other toys out here that are just as good, if not, and I'm not, I'm saying if lightly, that are better than the rose. And I hope that the rose would encourage more people to say, I want to try more toys versus the part of like, no, I just need the rose. I just need the rose. This is going in the wrong direction. It's like... It reminds me of Sex in the City when when Charlotte got the rabbit and like yep. she wouldn't go anywhere else. And I'm like, girl, the rabbit ain't shit. But okay. <laughs> <laughs> like if it's a gateway, that's cool, but it's not the best shit out there. It's not. And it's like, you guys, if that feels like that, there is so much other stuff that feels amazing. Like the Womanizer Duo. Oh my gosh. But I forgot. We're talking about riding dick, not replacing dick. The Womanizer (laughs) duo will. That's a whole other episode that we are down to record. (laughs) Replacing Dick 101. (laughs) Um, But yes, like I think those are like great toys. And then also like grabbing some male sex toys as well for your partner. Just 
And I know sometimes they're not open to it and things like that. But if you find a toy that's not intimidating, you know, and I, I showcase these toys with a, um, there's Arata Budar. This is a, she does, she is a sex toy store. It's a mom and daughter owned sex toy store, but they actually teach you about all the toys. And um, she actually does a segment on my Patreon every month. And we pick like three to five toys and we give you a whole bunch of different scenarios to use them. So like, like the sexual bucket list thing I was telling you about, I actually gave that as an assignment on my Patreon and I was teaching people about how to pick. And so then it was like, okay, now that you've told me what you want to do, let me help you create this. So like some people were like, um, I want to have sex in a public place. Well, I took it a step further. I want to have an orgasm in a public place, not just sex, but like good sex. So good sex, I'm sorry, sometimes includes a vibrator. Like sometimes we aren't enough. And if we're talking about foreplay and we're in public, that means we probably have less time to give me what I need. So one of the toys we picked was like the Vesper necklace. It's a necklace. I love that necklace. I love it. And I was like, this is the one you should use. It wasn't just about it being cute or, oh, it's another vibrator. You're thinking about it being cheap. Like, why do I need another vibrator? Well, how are you going to want to have sex in a public place? Where You think they're going to let you just pack your vibrator and pull it out in the bathroom on an airplane? (laughs) Versus asking for a blanket, taking off your necklace, and then, you know, like, let me create some shit for you. Okay? Like, let me do my job. Like, Everything is not about it being the best toy ever. Sometimes it's about what toy is not intimidating to your partner or what toy lets me put this in my ass while I put this in my vagina or what toy, like everything has a different purpose and we have to just think about it a little more in depth. But again, that's my job and that's why I want people to just join or listen or Google me. So like, you don't have to do any of it. I just want you to show up. I love that. (laughs) I I love that like, (laughs) Providing a sex toy with a scenario and making it kind of like a math problem slash scavenger hunt. That's so fun. You're like the personal trainer of sex. Literally. It's fucking dope. And you know what? And I realize I don't expect anybody to think the way that I think, but I don't expect me to do my taxes. I have an accountant. That's not my expertise, but I go to her. But guess what? The, The government says I've done my taxes. I did it though, right? I got the credit. Even though I had someone that helped me do it, she told me what not to do, but guess what? It was still me doing it. And so guess what? When you tune into these classes, when you tune into these podcasts, you're making a conscious choice every day to show up for yourself and say, hey, I'm going to do better. If, if all I do today is listen to this sex podcast and it start changing you. But a lot of times we're like, oh, I'm not, I don't feel this way and I don't feel that way. And, and I know you guys probably feel that way too sometimes about sex. And you're like, well, I talk about sex every week on this podcast and I still don't feel, you know, but most people are not talking about sex every day and it's still finding a way to step it up. So some people start with just adding their favorite sex podcast and that's how they start becoming more sexual over time. But then they may follow one of the guests and then now they're growing their sexual community without even thinking about it. And it's like listening to these things starts changing you. For sure. And you're applying stuff that you were like, where did I even learn this? Why did I even decide that? You're taking in something that's going to contribute to your overall sexual wellness and effort. And I think that's super dope. Like, it just takes one tiny little step. You don't have to think all this shit. Let me do that. <laughs> I also love love the idea that, like, I feel like we keep so many parts of our lives compartmentalized and it'll be like, oh, you know, we'll have a realization like, hey, you know, education is is lifelong and we'll be like we should be learning about things all the time and we'll be 
reading yeah. things and we'll listen to stuff, but we forget like, hey, sexual learning, sexual education is the same. You're not Absolutely. just done because you like get it now. So because <laughs> you do it. <laughs> yeah. So if you put in the same, like you can grow and become so much better. I think all of us just get to the point where we're like, well, we're adults. Like, let's see, like, I don't know. I'm in my 30s. I've had threesomes. I've done this. I put stuff in my ass. Like, check, 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 check. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, you're like, at the end of it, you're like, all right, great. Like, now, you like, know. Yeah. And instead of it being a, a checklist, I think that it becomes like a journey, you know, when mm-hmm. you, it's not about like even getting better all the time. I think the journey is always enjoying it. I no longer have sex when I don't want to. And if I want to have sex, I'm like, okay, well, what do I need to do to make myself want to have sex? I'm not broken. There's nothing wrong with me. I'm just missing something. And usually it has nothing to do with sex whatsoever. It's another part of your life that is not balanced, that usually is affecting. So either one, you have the wrong fucking partner, or two, you need something. And so you have nothing to give a partner. So it's usually one or the other. And we don't analyze our lives like that. We don't take the time for ourselves. The the world doesn't really allow us that that space to just be still. Hell, they're trying to push us to go back to work now, you know? And so I think joining communities is a great way to, like you said, your life is compartmentalized. I was like, you know what? I'm going to join a dance class. Am I a dancer? Hell no. But it makes me feel sexy. I'm moving different parts. I'm super conscious of certain things. It, it puts me in a certain type of clothes and heels, skating, doing these classes that I do here, um, the interviews help, going walking. And it's like, what does my schedule check off for me? Because I can't think about being on all the time. So let me join some shit. Now I know I'm covering it, right? If I like outside, okay, on Mondays, I'm going to take a hike. I'm not even thinking about it when I'm showing up, but I'm feeding that part of me that needs to be fed. Oh, let me go to this dance class. I'm trying something new and it's sexy. Boom. And was I good at it? Hell no, but I still was doing it. Oh, let me hang out with the girls. Now I don't miss my friends and it gives me a chance to miss my partner. You know, oh, let's do date night once a week. I want to make sure that we stay dating forever. It's a schedule, a great sex life, a great life period. It's the discipline that gives you freedom. Totally. It it really is. What do you want to do? Put that shit on your schedule. Because we honor our schedule more than we honor ourselves. And that's okay if you follow your schedule. You make the schedule. So if you know how big of a pain in the ass HJs can be, right? Yeah, and a pain in my wrist, honestly. Damn. (laughs) Seriously. Well, Beducated is bringing us all some relief because their latest course is all about handjob mastery. It teaches you penis anatomy and pleasure techniques for giving the most gratifying handjobs ever. I love learning from Beducated. Basically, Beducated is like the Netflix of sexual wellness. They believe that sexual happiness is trainable, and so they have an online course platform with easy-to-follow video, audio, and written guides. They provide techniques and information to level up your love life. Plus, they offer an expert-backed library of courses from Tantra to Kink to explore new practices and upgrade your lovemaking skills. And not just on a physical level, also on an emotional and mental level, too. Like. I just took a course called Roadmap to Intimacy, and it was all about how to better take cues and feedback from your partner, and it makes your love life so much better. I love that so much. And you know what else I love? All of the Beducated subscription benefits. 
you get unlimited access to all their online courses. You get 100 plus hours of video and audio content. You get tips from their world-renowned educators and you get new content every week that's also super high quality and you can stream it on any device. So here's a hot tip, privates. You can join Beducated for as little as $9.99 per month when you use our code PRIVATE. That's 65% off when you use our coupon code PRIVATE at Beducated.com. That's B-E-D-U-C-A-T-E-D.com and use code PRIVATE. The link is in our episode description. One thing I, I want to put on my schedule and talk to you about before we wrap is squirting because Ooh, I heard you flex. Wait, wait. <laughs> <laughs> I heard you flex on a podcast and I think you said you made yourself squirt four times in one sesh. Girl, that's like a morning session. You should, I thought you were going to say the one for my birthday when I turned 36. I, I mean, not, I just say 36, 26. So every birthday I turn, I, I give myself that number of orgasms. Last year... I, I didn't because I had um, just had surgery, so I couldn't. I wasn't allowed to have an orgasm without like hurting myself. Um, but <laughs> you were like, "I've got twenty eight <laughs> plans for today, though." So, <laughs> and it doesn't take that long. It doesn't take as long as you think. So, like this year when I turn thirty, I'm super excited. I'll be on the beach and I'm gonna, you know, give myself thirty orgasms, and then I'll probably sleep the rest of the day. Um, <laughs> but yes, yeah, so squirting is one form of ejaculation. Okay. So, like, tips. I have actually made myself squirt a few times. Okay, girl. It was amazing. (laughs) I've never been able to do it. Help. Tell us how. Well, I think, like, before you even get into that, we have to clear up some things. You can squirt without having an orgasm, and you can have an orgasm without squirting, and... Squirting is not an orgasm. Okay, well, I think I did both kind of together. because And helps. you might have, and that's amazing. I love when it happens together because then you can be excited about something and it came with something versus sometimes women squirt and they're like, oh, I've been waiting to do this all my life and they do it. And they're like, the fuck is this? Now I just got a mess. Because <laughs> it's because you thought that squirting was an orgasm. So what you really have been after is an orgasm, but you thought because you could see it, that, oh, if I see this, that means I had an orgasm for sure, you know? But it was, like, another level of intensity. Yes, Maybe and that's Maybe because it was happening at the same time. I don't know. And that's great. That's, that's what I tried to get. So, basically, I feel like you're either a natural squirter or you're not. I am not a natural <laughs> squirter. And when I say natural squirter, it means, like, when I just naturally have sex or naturally masturbate and I'm not doing anything special, does it just happen all the time? No. Do I know how to make it happen and what to do to push my body to do that? Yes. So I feel like the first part of that is letting everyone understand that, like your experience, that's great because it sounds like you had an orgasm and you squirted at the same time. Yes. And I used a very hard, I don't think I am like a natural squirter because I've never done it during sex or other masturbation, but there was like a certain kind of hardness of this toy that I think made it possible. And that may be a, a thing for you. You know what I mean? Like that that texture, the feel. Like I know that there are some people that squirt every time they they um, do latex play. So oh. like there are so many things. You have to understand like our bodies are weird and they owe us no explanation. Okay? They just do whatever the <laughs> fuck they want. Right? Like I have a thing about nipples. Like I fast forward to the part on porn where they're sucking on titties. I don't know if it's because I got a lot of ass. 
Like the, the boobs are kind of like new. They came from like having my son, but they weren't always there. So I don't, I don't know <laughs> what the fixation is, but everybody knows like Samaya loves boobs, right? And so I can fast forward to that part of the porn and it'll make me come quicker. Guys are like that. And I don't know, like, I don't know if you guys have your favorite thing you like to see that does it sure. for you. So maybe that toy made you, you know, have a more aggressive orgasm. So if you're not sure if you're a natural, well, if you don't squirt, then you're probably not a natural squirter. So boom. Um, but if you're trying to, then my number one suggestion is to have a more aggressive, more intense orgasm. That's the first thing. And that takes... I can't have any more intense orgasms than oh, I am having. They are so intense. What am I supposed to do to, to So it depends. I have a friend who like passes out from orgasms. And so I refuse to teach her anything because I'd be damned if I go to jail <laughs> for making someone catch a nut. I can't take the liability. That's I can't. Like... I can't. I'm not a doctor. Like, I can't do that. So if you don't feel like your shit too strong, girl, don't. Don't be, don't be telling me to, to, to hurt you. But in, these, in this class, I give a whole bunch of demonstrations. I actually do video. I have video demonstrations. Like people have donated their pussy to me, to science. And oh, I've wow. shown, yes. And I've shown people how to do these techniques I'm talking about. So there, there's twofold. So like there's a masterclass that's called Masturbation and Squirting, where I just teach. I want you to understand what I'm talking about. I show you like with props and all these things, specifically what to do. Then, now some of the people, they just go do it and they're like, okay, great. This worked out great. But you know, some people are like, no, I can't do that. I don't know what you mean. I'm like, okay, join the Patreon. You join the Patreon and you see the live demos and you're like, oh shit, you really did what you told us to do. Yes, go do it. A lot of times we talk about what may not work and we haven't even touched anything yet. We're just so discouraged. We don't think it's going to work. And then we don't try it often enough. We try something one time and then we're like, oh, well, that didn't work for me. So you've been fucking this whole way, all your life. You come to me, you take one class, you did it one time and that's all I get. That's the only shot I get. That's really what we're going to do. That doesn't make any sense whatsoever. Like we got to be fair, you know, but the biggest thing that I tell people is first of all, let's make sure we know what squirting is because what if you're gushing or what if you're creaming? Like there are four different forms of ejaculation. Squirting is one of them. So sometimes you're pressuring your body saying, oh, you should squirt, you should squirt. And then your pussy is over there creaming like, damn, bitch, you don't see me. Like, what about me? <laughs> and you over there talking about what you want your pussy to do and your pussy is ejaculating in a different form. Like, you do ejaculate, but do you even know what all of them are? How do you even notice? Are the lights on? Can you see what it's doing? Or are you squirting, but because it's only a few drops and it's going into the bed and it just shows a small wet puddle, you don't feel like, well, that's not what I saw in the porn and it didn't hit the ceiling and, and drip down on my head afterwards. And it's like, cut the shit, okay? Like, <laughs> what, what, like do we all know what the hell we talking about here? Like the real stuff? Or are you telling me you want to do like the porn? Because I only deal with facts, you know? So the first part of that class is making sure that we are all very clear about, are we gushing or are we creaming? Or, are you know, what are we doing? What does it mean? Let's make sure we're having orgasms first. And then we walk through fixing your orgasm. So a lot of people actually can squirt, but they're not having a full or correct orgasm. We're doing things to get in the way of our own orgasm. So if you can have even a free orgasm, sometimes that's the trick to just squirting, period. Having a free orgasm. Yes, her mind is like, bitch, what the hell is a free? Like, did I have to buy the other ones? Yeah. No. <laughs> free as in like you're not holding on to anything. And so like I oh. go through a process of helping you to like 
okay, let's take this off. Like, just like how we talked about the senses, things that we forget about when we're in the act. And I, I remind you of those things and then help you test those things and then give you a whole bunch of new shit to do. So we fix stuff before we learn new stuff. But that's all in the same class. That's why I call it a master class because I'm like really thorough. It doesn't matter what you learn new if you're still doing the old shit wrong because that old stuff is the basis for what we're supposed to be learning on top of. You know what I mean? So it's like amazing. Yeah, it doesn't matter what you know what, what we teach if the the what we're adding on to was incorrect anyway. We need to fix the foundation because sometimes fixing the foundation can make you squirt anyway. And then you like, girl, fuck all the rest of that class. I'm about to go masturbate. But I'm like, no, come back because you're going to get tired of that. It can stop not working, you know? I truly think that Sophie and I need to take the squirting masterclass <laughs> and then re- reconvene with you. I think that would be great. <laughs> I think it would be super fun for us to give it a yeah. whirl and see what we can learn. Because there's only so much, you know, you can show without me whipping out a pussy. I'm sorry. Like, it's just like, okay, look. Like, I'm so specific, you know, because I don't always have the words. So I'm like, okay, here. Okay, you see this little dot right here? This is like, I'm, I just, I get really specific in these classes and in layman's terms. Like, you're talking to your girls, you know? You have been so yeah, I'm delightful. Up. I'm signing this up. This is, yeah, we're going to sign up. We're going to oh, do this you. again. But before we jet, just let our listeners know where they can find you on the social medias. They got to get you as part of their routine <laughs> so they can so get out of this listen. sex rut. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. So, um, again, my name is Samaya. I'm the owner of Sexual Essentials. Um, you can find me on Instagram, at Sexual Essentials, all one word. Um, all the other ones are fake pages. In the link in my bio there or on my website, thesexualessentials.com, um, I have my master classes. So we have three master classes, Masturbation, Squirting, Dick Writing 101, and the Mouth Master Class. And then we have Patreon, which has over like 200 and something videos, classes, workshop challenges, exercises, new things to learn, communication techniques. It's just like, it's like Netflix for sex. And I add videos every single month. It has some amazing interviews from different people. Guest teachers are on there. Like everything that pours into your sexy, whether you're a guy or a girl or whatever, and it teaches you about body parts. So if you want to learn how to eat pussy, there are classes on there. Do I care if you're a man or a woman? Hell no. Like you take the class based off of what you want to learn to happen. There's a foreplay and vaginal orgasm class on there. It's very extensive. There's a yoni massage, a lingam massage class on there, twerk classes on there, like learning how to do these things. Like even a, a, oh my gosh, for International Women's Day, I went to this dance class and had her teach us a dance. And then we taught it to the patrons. And it was like, it was a chair dance, but it was just like something sexy to do different. And it's a private place to learn on these things on your own. And then we still like get online once a month live and you know, we chop it up and talk about our dating lives and it's great. It's really good for me. I created what I needed, which was a community to just totally talk about this shit. Cause I don't want to have bad sex, man. <laughs> no one does. Don't. Amen it's to that. It's so good. After you have good sex, it's really hard to go back. You know, True. this has truly been like, you took me to church and it's exactly <laughs> what I needed. So thank you so much. It was a pleasure. Thank you so much for having me, ladies. Thank you. Thank you. 
Oh my god. She took us on a ride. Not a dick ride, but some other type of ride that was really, really fun. <laughs> Honestly, maybe even better. I don't know. Yeah, totally. And listen, privates, if Samaya got you all revved up and ready to go, take a listen to some of our recent episodes. We've had some doozies. We've had some incredible episodes. The Sex Lives of African Women, Learning Not to Settle for Crumbs was so good vibrators. I mean, we did a whole brief history on vibrators, which was a blast. And we learned a ton from that episode, too. So take a listen. And if you want some news on Ukraine, my homeland, you should check out our episode with Yuri Matsarsky, who is a journalist turned civilian soldier on the ground in Ukraine fighting for his country right now. Oof, that was a good one. Totally different vibe from the history of vibrators, guys. But <laughs> That's true. That's true. Your girl's got depth. Okay. Sorry about it. <laughs> and if you want to stay in touch with us, make sure you're following the podcast on social media. We are at Private Parts Unknown on Instagram. We are Private Parts Unknown on Facebook. And we are Private Parts Un on Twitter. And if you want to follow us separately, I'm at the Sophia, S-O-F-I-Y-A on Twitter and Instagram and Cokes. And I am at Courtney Kosak. That's K-O-C-A-K. I am on Instagram, Twitter, and hey, maybe I'm going to get popping on TikTok. Who knows? <laughs> get it, grandma. One of these days, kids. <laughs> Look out. <laughs> Hey, Sophia, what's that bomb-ass music? This music is by our friend, Amy Rosh. You should download her music and buy it from her website, amyraash.com. This episode was mixed by Mike Castaneda from Plastic Audio. We My love you, girl, you have risen like Jesus. I believed in you. I died your eggs, Michael. Okay, Easter is fully over. <laughs> okay, I just want to say that my belief about him rising was proven and he indeed has risen. And I'm sorry, Courtney, that you don't have room in your little heart for our savior, Michael. <laughs> you know, my new strategy for these songs is just say the words <laughs> and then wait to hear whatever unhinged shit comes out of your mouth. <laughs> Pretty good strategy, gotta say. Every time I'm like, whoa. She's a wild one. <laughs> I like that you woofed, woofed, woofed through a large portion of this one. <laughs> I was like, that's a bold choice. I really, really respect. <laughs> right at the beginning, you went woofing. She's got a good bark. <laughs> I, she really does. What is that, a pedigree dog? <laughs> and now it's time for... Bow, 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 bow. The review of the week. God, I wish we had a review. I think we do on some hard to reach platforms, but really we need some new ones on the majors. So if you guys could- Major key alert. <laughs> Major podcast platform. <laughs> if you guys could head on over to ratethispodcast.com slash private and give us a little rate and review, definitely hit up Apple Podcasts and CastBox, anywhere really that you wanna leave us a review, we will be so, so grateful. And if you're listening on Spotify, you can now give us a five-star rating. So just go up to the upper left-hand corner, click on the little star, and then give us all five stars. Thank you very much. I really need this. <laughs> she does, you guys. You don't even know. And of course, no episode can be 
considered over until we give major props to Holly Brown, who is in charge of our social media and also helps with our newsletter and is just a dope, super funny comedian. And you should follow her at Holly Brown Comedy and her show, Salty AF Show. Also, make sure you're signed up for our newsletter. The link is in the episode description. Love you. Bye. Ah. The comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car selling command center. Thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. 